When somebody asks you, oh, why didn't you sign up? It's like, oh, I'm just too busy right now. Like that's, it's, it's almost a cop out in some ways because yeah. they don't have to think deeper about the real reasons why they don't, they're not making the time for that right now. or They're not prioritizing spending money on that right now. Welcome to Imperfect Action. I'm Steph Taylor. For years, I read all the books, downloaded all the freebies and did all the courses. But it wasn't until I started taking Imperfect Action that my business had its first million-dollar year. Imperfect Action is about doing things before you're ready, prioritizing consistent action over perfect action, and moving forward, even when you're not sure you're doing it right. On this show, you can expect mindset advice, actionable marketing tips, and strategies to build a business that brings you more profit, more freedom, and even more joy. Are you on the list to get my daily biz boosters? Every day, I'll send you a bite-sized prompt designed to help you grow your business in a more intentional way. Sign up at stephtaylor.co forward slash DBB or at the link in the show notes. Hey, welcome back to Imperfect Action. This is episode 596. Today, I'm helping one of my Launch Magic students with a challenge that is very common when you're selling services or online courses, and that is showing your audience the value in what you sell, or rather getting them to see the value to the point where they prioritize spending money and time on it. So Maddie is my student today who I am coaching through this challenge, and she has been struggling to get her audience to see the value in working with her around um, disordered eating and eating disorders. And especially in the lead up to the launch of her course, helping people to find a healthier relationship with food. So today we're talking a bit about the kind of messaging and how to communicate these offers and also the general sales process in a way that is compelling and shows her audience how and why they should be prioritizing this. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome, Maddie. I'm very excited to be workshopping and coaching with you today. For our listeners who aren't familiar with you, would you please share a couple of sentences explaining who you are and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Maddie Parsons and I am the owner of Maddie Parsons Nutrition. I am an Australian-based accredited practicing dietitian who works specifically in the area of disordered eating and eating disorders. Yes. And when you reached out to me, you reached out with a couple of particular challenges, especially um, the ones that you're facing going from predominantly working one-on-one with your clients to now going to work with them in a program model. What specifically are the challenges that I can help you with today? Yeah, so the main sort of three challenges that I'm having at the moment is number one, putting out lots of content, but struggling to convert that content to clients, Um, getting potential clients or people that might be interested in my services and seeing its worth and the value of it and why they should financially prioritize it now. And also uh, getting people to see the worth in that program model versus that traditional sort of one-on-one approach. Awesome. Okay. Well, let's start with the first one then. So from that content to then turning them into clients, what is your current like process from that content? What's that next step that you ask them to take when they've consumed that content? And also what kind of content are you sharing? 
So at the moment, I'm putting out or I'm trying to put out two emails a week, uh, one blog post, if not weekly, then fortnightly. And uh, content on Instagram, I have been quite slack with, but generally try to do at least one or two posts a week. Okay. And then from that content, what are the calls to action that you're giving somebody? The calls to actions chop and change a little bit. And to be completely honest, there is absolutely no structure to it. Um, but it varies between like a 15 minute free discovery call. If I'm feeling like I want to fill up some spots on my, my bookings at the moment or to download my lead magnet or my freebies. Are those 15 minute calls converting into clients? Yes. On the most part, it, the conversion rate. And to be completely honest, I haven't sat down and down and done the numbers. It'd be above 70%. I feel. Yeah. So, okay. So that call to action is working. Keep that. Yeah. Um, generally when we're looking at like how to improve, um, how to improve that sales process or how to improve that conversion from content to clients, it's looking at like, what is that next step we're giving them and which of those next steps are converting into clients and which ones aren't. So if the discovery call is converting at 70%, fantastic. Keep giving those calls to action. What about the free lead magnet? Is there anything that you're selling them onto after that? Or is that to nurture them more for the program? At the moment, it's to nurture them more for the program. So in the past, I've had another freebie that has been like the call to action at the end of that ebook was to pop on the wait list or join my previous program, depending on where it kind of was in that launch sort of period, um, which I have found and so sort of looking at the analytics, I've had people that have popped on wait lists and stuff I don't really want to do that anymore. And I think now that I am launching this new course next year, the lead magnet for this or the CTA for that lead magnet at the, like, magnet at the moment um, is nothing. It's more yeah. so just to get them onto my mailing list to nurture them. Okay. So they're not going to be converting if you're not giving them that call to action, but that's okay because once the course is there next year, then you're going to have something like a webinar or some kind of launch trigger, like sales process that you're taking them through there. You'll have the cart open emails and ideally that will convert into the course. So it kind of sounds like you've got two pathways into your two separate offerings at the moment, right? So between those course launches, you're giving that call to action to the 15 minute discovery call. And Mm -hmm. then when you're in those course launches, the call to action becomes sign up for the free webinar. And then when doors are open, it becomes find out more and enroll here. Does that sort of feel good? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So depending on what stage of that launch I'm at, it's just tweaking that freebie and kind of re-uploading it and whatnot for like sign up for my free webinar on this day. And then obviously when I've got that cart open period, uh, tweaking that freebie again. So if someone downloads it, they see that my program is currently open. So I wouldn't even bother tweaking the freebie. It sounds like okay. creating extra work for yourself. I would yeah. put the call to action in the emails. So if, for example, like they download the freebie in that first email, if that's when registrations for your webinar are open, update that first email and put it in there because somebody might download the freebie and they might save it for later. And then they might not get there until six months time. But if they're getting that email, then at least they can see, oh, this is happening next week. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. That's a lot easier. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, way easier. And same with when (laughs) doors are open. Um, And then you could even have, you know, in between those launches, you could even have the call to action. Maybe in the second email is, if you enjoyed the freebie, uh, I can work with you in a one-on-one capacity, click here to book in a 15 minute call or something like that. 
Okay. Okay. Excellent. No, that's great because at the moment it is really just getting at that specific sort of freebie is just getting in my arm, in like those leads. Yeah. Perfect. So then that kind of leads beautifully into that next challenge, which was they're not seeing the value in your services. I'd love to hear like in your own words, why should they value it? Like why should they prioritize spending money on it? Ah, uh, ooh, that's a tough one. Um, <laughs> I know. That's the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I personally, and I guess having worked in this space for quite a while, there's nothing more liberating than feeling confident and comfortable around food and your body. And as cheesy as it is, when you sort of have that down pat and when you have that good relationship with food and and yourself as well, the possibilities for where else it can sort of lead you in life are endless. Mm. And I guess also like it probably, it impacts so many other areas of their lives. Like it's probably showing up in certain ways in their relationships, in maybe how they're showing up at work, their confidence, all of that kind of thing, right? So when you're communicating it at the moment, how, like, let's say I was on a call with you right now and I'm on the fence. I'm like, oh, like, I really just don't have the budget for it this month. Like maybe I'll sign up next year. What would you say to me? Mm, so I guess I probably get a bit of an understanding on how like the problem that you have at the moment is impacting any other areas of your life, if any, sort of bringing up those pain points um, and getting them to, I guess, future project into like, where would you like to be? Where do you see yourself? Like, why are you here? Why now? Um, yeah, that they're some, sort of my two main angles, but then it's still that like financial objection or like the time's not right, yada, yada, yada. And there will always still be a certain number of people who do have that objection. And like, look, if those calls are converting at 70%, then that's probably a good sign you're getting the right people on the calls and what you're doing is working. Um, it might then just become a matter of getting more people onto the calls. The process of getting more people onto the calls, is there like a, when, when somebody goes in to book a call, do they go through a services page or a sales page or is it straight into your calendar? Like what's that, that step when somebody clicks? Uh, they go into my website services page where it's a bit of info about what I offer and then like a little um, pop-up to book. Okay. So when when you say a little bit of info about what you offer, are you leading with why they should value it and why they should prioritize it? I am not. <laughs> okay. Well, that's probably the first change to make. Uh, yeah. And really, like, even though it's a services page, really treating it similar to the structure that I teach in Launch Magic, right, with those sales pages, really um, empathizing with what they're struggling with and then starting to introduce the solution, which is your method that you're taking them through to find that freedom with food and to find that confidence and, you know, really free up the be- the brain space that they're putting towards like, what am I going to eat? Is this, am I counting calories? Like all of those different things. And then the call to action is book that discovery call. Yeah. Okay. No, that's fantastic. So it might even be worthwhile having like a separate page just for the discovery call with all of that sort of stuff. Absolutely. Because even though, even though it's a free call at the back of their mind, they know, like they know that there's no such thing as a free call. Like they're still sort of committing to, that 15 minutes with you and they're committing to, they know they're going to get sold to. Um, and it's awkward. Like when you're on the phone with somebody and they're like, Hey, do you want to sign up for this? And you're suddenly on the spot and you're like, Oh, like I need to decide. And I don't know if this is what I want. So they, they're going to try and avoid that unless they're really serious about it. 
Yeah. Um, so like in some ways, the people who you're getting on those calls are already very warm, but we want to make sure that we're getting more of those warm people onto the calls. And in some ways, your sales page, if you have that page um, written out really well, that might even pre-qualify. You can use that to pre-qualify a lot of people. So it says, if you, have, if you ever notice that you're getting people onto those calls who maybe aren't the right fit, mm-hmm. adding some pre-qualification questions in there could be really helpful too. Okay, great. And what would those sort of look like? So it depends, you know, depends on um, who your ideal client is and like who you can't, can and can't help. So for example, if you only work with women, then that would be one of the pre-qualifiers. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. No, that's great. Thank you. It could even be budget as well. You know, being upfront and say, and this is what I do with my launch strategy intensives for the questionnaire. I say, look, this is a $3,500 investment. Is this in your budget? Yes. Not right now. Or, oh no, sorry. Yes. Yes. But I'd like to chat first or no. Yeah. And okay. that way, if it's not in somebody's budget, great. We're not wasting each other's time. Yeah. Great. So it kind of cuts out the middleman. Yeah. So rather than it being like a hidden price, and I don't know if that's something that you already have transparently on your website, but yeah, it does kind of, um, it, it filters out the people who aren't serious. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. Awesome. And then with the group programs, so at the moment, like what are the main reasons somebody's giving you for like not wanting to do it in that group or that course format rather than one-on-one? More so just time. The biggest objections have to be time, money, because I am quite transparent with the upfront costs or the payment plan sort of costs. Um, time, money, and scared to sort of take that leap as well, which I have been trying to uh, address in my magician's gap. I definitely could do a bit of a better job at that though. Yeah. And I mean, time and money are probably the easiest ones. Like when somebody asks you, oh, why didn't you sign up? It's like, oh, I'm just too busy right now. Like that's, it's, it's almost a cop out in some ways because yeah. they don't have to think deeper about the real reasons why they're not making the time for that right now. or They're not prioritizing spending money on that right now. Um, so then those people who are saying that they don't see the value in like learning in a group format, are they then coming to you for one-on-one or are they trying to go off and do it by themselves? Go off and do it by themselves. And what's happening as a result of that? Probably staying in the exact same place as they are. It's not a worse sort of spot. Um, yeah, I think uh, I've had a few clients that have come around and said that they've tried to do things by themselves for so long and it just, it makes everything more confusing. <laughs> mm. If you have testimonials from those clients, like that would be so valuable on the sales page, right? Like testimonials talking about how maybe somebody has tried for so long to piece it all together because I imagine one of the big objections that they've got is like, oh, well, you know, it can't be that hard to just learn to love food. Like all I'm going to do is just stop counting calories or whatever they, whatever's going through their mind. And in reality, you know that there's a lot more to it. So maybe there's a whole lot of education that needs to happen around that. Um, and this might already be part of your Magician's Gap content. Um, but really like testimonials speaking to how they've tried everything and how working with you or going through your group program or going through your course has been such a game changer from that regard. Great, great. No, that's definitely an avenue that I can explore a whole lot more. And also like on the sales page for it, really um, honing in on why what they're already doing isn't working, okay. why they need that support. 
um, why they will still get really awesome support, even though it's not one-on-one, it's in that group format or in that course format. Um, and really like why they can't just do it by themselves. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And that would be sort of in the, um, like middle sort of section of the sales page. Yeah. So I would start probably with, um, meeting them where they're at. So, you know, really empathizing with the fact that their brain is just so full of all of the, like the, this just worrying about food all the time and they can't just relax when they go out for dinner with their friends or they can't go to an event and feel comfortable being next to the grazing table, for example. Um, yeah. so really empathizing with some of those points that might show up tangibly in their lives. And then, you know, the next section might be empathizing with what they've already tried and saying like, look, you've already tried doing this, doing this, doing this. This is why it hasn't worked. Okay, great. Um, and then towards the bottom, I would actually also include a section where you're really talking about, um, why now? Like why this is something they should prioritize right now, even if they're busy, even if they don't really have the budget for it right now. And talking about what is it costing them to not solve this problem right now? And it's not about like, it's not about really like, you know, trying to like poke the pain point, but it's actually showing them, Hey, this is using up your precious brain space. This is harming your relationships. This is hurting your confidence. And it's having a much bigger effect than you realize. And if you, once you solve this, it has this ripple effect. Yeah. Okay. Great. And that's definitely something that I've tried to sort of, um, bring up in reflections in my lead magnets. So I think, you know, speaking to that a little bit more specifically on my sales page would be good. Yeah, absolutely. And also like then taking those sections of those, that sales page and turning those into cart open emails. So you might have one cart open email where you're just talking about like, this is what it's costing you. Cause for yeah. them, they might not realize they might think, Oh, well, my, bad relationship with food. Yeah, it's making my jeans a little bit tight, but it's not that big of an issue. But then they don't realize, oh, hang on, this is creating anxiety when you go out for dinner with your partner, or this is stopping you from, I don't know, speaking up in a work meeting because you have confidence issues. I don't really know. Like You obviously know those ripple effects better, but connecting the dots for them so they can start to see, oh, hang on, this is not just about, you know, this is not just about weight or feeling good in my skin. This is everything. Yeah. Okay. Great. Great. Does, does that all kind of make sense? Like, does that feel aligned? Um, all three of the parts that we've talked about? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think the call to action thing is something that I have struggled a lot with, especially because I have sort of no formal program to sort of offer at the moment. It's more so just for lead generation, but I think the sales page is definitely in the past with previous programs, something that I've struggled to convert. And, you know, you get a bit of feedback from people that, you know, uh, were interested, but maybe it wasn't the right time or so they say. And yeah. they have said that the sales page was great, but it obviously hasn't gotten them across the line for whatever reason. And sales pages are tricky because we tend to spend a lot of time selling people on the features and the benefits like, oh, it's got this many group calls so that you're supported the whole way and this and that and that and like this many modules. And we don't spend enough time actually showing people like why they need to prioritize this and why they need to prioritize it right now. Um, so yeah. I suspect even just making that tweak 
for, you know, both the discovery call page and for the course sales page. I think that will make such a big difference as well. Um, and then of course, you know, like as you're going through having bonuses that you're adding and removing, that can make a big difference. That can help to overcome those objections. And that can be what gets somebody off the fence and signing up, um, when they're sitting there like, Oh, I'll just decide next week. I'll decide in a few days time. Uh, and then they see a bonus that they want, that they want. And they're like, okay, that makes it easier. Yeah. Great. And on that note, uh, during that cut open period with those added and removed bonuses, is that something that you're adding and removing from the sales page? Yes, absolutely. So even though somebody who buys on day one of cart open gets like all of the bonuses, I would only announce the bonuses that I've currently announced on the sales page. So then when they sign up and they see, oh, I've got all of these extra bonuses, it's like a nice little surprise for them rather than yeah. announcing all of the bonuses and then removing them as they expire. Okay, great. No, that's awesome. Cool. Do you have any other follow-up questions? Anything else I can help clarify for you on that or are we all good? I think that's great, to be honest. You've really, really helped. And yeah, I'm excited to get this out. I think actually one other question, sorry. That's right. Um, with that bridging the magician's gap content, or actually more specifically with the content on the sales page of why they should see the value in what you're offering, is that something that I should be doing in my content in the lead up to doors yes. open as well? Yes, absolutely. A hundred percent. Um, yeah, because they'll, It'll take, you know, you'll be repeating yourself a lot, but it will take a lot of different touch points and they'll need to hear the same thing a couple of times before it sinks in and they actually start to realize, oh, okay, maybe I should listen to what she's saying. Or before you share it, maybe you'll share a different example illustrating the same point and all of the other examples that they've heard previously haven't hit home. But this one example that you share, it's like the light bulb moment for them. So yes, absolutely. Okay, excellent. Awesome. No, that's that's all from me. You've been so helpful. Thanks, Steph. No, you're very welcome. So I guess your action steps are really tweak that discovery call page and get really clear on like the, you know, what it's costing them not to join the course um, and why they need to be doing it with the support of a group and with the course rather than um, trying to do it by themselves. And then adding right. all of that to your sales page when you put it together. I'm excited for you. I'm excited to hear how it all goes. I am very, very excited to get it out. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for your time, Maddie. No, thank you, Steph. All right. That is it for today's episode. If you haven't already hit subscribe, make sure you hit the plus button in Apple Podcasts or the follow button in Spotify and you'll get each new episode straight to your podcast app every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And if you have any friends who you think might be struggling with this issue, hit the share button, copy the link, and send it over to them. It's how I get to help more people. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time.